This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Silver Bullet. It started in May in a small town, and every month after that, whenever the moon is full, it came back. Am I close enough to the microphone now, Chris? Am I close enough to the microphone? Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, episode 91, not like that last fake episode number I gave. 91! I'm Chris. I'm Brett. And uh, there's no Troy. Bye, Troy. This No, no, not forever, just, oh. just for now. I thought he just left. He had enough of our chicanery. There's a guy outside the city was Troy. Yeah, but we didn't let him in. It's weird stuff. Weird stuff. Weird stuff. And to round out Werewolf Month, we uh we did Silver Bullet because <laughs> it's about werewolves. Months are round. Mhm. Sometimes. Why? Uh, I don't know, man. Science. I mean, I wouldn't think August would. Don't speak of August in my home. Is it because of the sun? Yeah. It's round. Mm. Perfectly. All all relevant to Silver Bullet. Yeah. It features the sun heavily. So anyway, this movie about the sun. It's, uh, we got we start off and we got uh, some narration. Yep. And it's all like blah blah blah, blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. This goes into the story. So the the first thing we really see is uh the movie. Ha! Okay, good one. There's there's a guy on the on the railroad. Yep. And he gets eight. He get eight. He gets tore up. Motherfucker got eight. He did get eight. But they all think that he just, you know, was a drunkard and passed out and got hit by a train, like you do. Those silly drunks. And uh, then, then there's this dumb scene in the park where we learn... I'll tell you who's drunk. Who? Me a little. You a little? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's good radio. I told you. And then uh, we we learn in a park scene that um, sister, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she overhears some lady who's all got knocked up at a wedlock, and she's very upset. Some kind of harlot? Yeah. So she's going to, you know, commit suicide because she's pregnant, like you do. The reasonable thing to do, I guess. Yep. So That's b- what they all say. So, uh, before she can finish, you know, eating a million billion pills. Goddamned horse pills, too. Them motherfuckers were big. Uh, the, uh... They're capsules. They were capsules. They were full of... Drano. Drano. Bull semen. Bull Drano. Well, you gotta feed a bull a bunch of Drano. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... And then... Eat its pee. Uh, okay... Okay. So anyway, the werewolf monster eats her before she can kill herself. Which is good, because now she can go to heaven. So the werewolf monster killed herself for her. Right. Right? In in effect. And credits. 
And then the townspeople are all kind of getting upset. There, there's some yelling at the bar where Fat Cop and Sideburns yell at each other. No handlebar? N- no. Mutton, yeah. Mutton chop. Handle, handlebar. Nobody had a handlebar mustache. Well, now, what is the thing where the, the sideburns go into the mustache? Uh, uh, not a good look. Guy that lifts large trapezoidal weights? Yeah. yeah he's a 1920s <laughs> bodybuilder. <laughs> Any old who. So, uh, next up, on our parade of murder. My favorite kind of parade. We got fat drunk guy. Whose yeah. only real character trait is he believes that Cripple should be electrocuted. And boy, he likes that wrestling. Yeah. And slamming beers down on the table. He hears a ruckus in his shed greenhouse. And he's going to go shoot a guy because he busted up his pots. The old shed house. The old shed house. Shit house. Shit house. So he, he goes off. But he doesn't get to kill a guy for smashing pots. He gets killed by a werewolf monster that lived in the elaborate... Because some under- guy smashes pots. Yeah. Because underneath the greenhouse is an elaborate series of tunnels. Werewolf housery. So now he gets, you know, killed or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chris, could you be more casual about it? Mm. Yeah, he gets fucking murdered. Whatever. I don't care. It wasn't me. And then, that's what I heard. Our our heroes, sister and cripple, are out in the park. Right, Corey Feldman. Uh, yeah, Corey Feldman. It's not really Corey Feldman, but you know, whatever. So Corey Feldman and sister are in the park. Corey Feldheim. Yeah, that one. And they're playing. They're playing kites. And and then they have to go home. You skip the whole part with the snake. Now, come on, man. They'd introduce kid that was playing with kites. Yeah, but I skipped that, like, 20 minutes ago. We've only been doing this podcast for 10. Uh, just, you, you may for Pre-editing. Go on. No, no, please. This is very integral to the plot. Integral. Is that a word? I don't know. Go. The, 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 there, there was a part where Corey Feldman found a snake with this kid, and this kid was in a tree, so the kid threw it at the sister, and the sister tore her hose up. Oh, yeah, that's, I can't miss that part. You're right. That was super important. Now get back on fucking track! So now that, that guy who did the snake bit, He's flying his kite, and he's not going to go back He had yet. a name, Chris. Yeah, it was... Scooter. Sco- Scooter. So Scooter's like, man, I ain't going to go home. I'm going to be flying <laughs> this kite, bitch. I got kite flying to do. And there's this scene right about there where Corey Feldheim looks at him with just absolute disgust for ten solid seconds. It's like he punched his mother. Yeah, he's super pissed off about this kite thing for some reason. God. Like, Damn kites. Fly your fucking kite, asshole. See if I give a shit. I'm gonna go do stuff that ain't flying kites. I'm just a cripple. What do I give a fuck about kites, you piece of shit? I can't fly a kite because of my legs. But, um, he gets murdered. Murdered? Yep. By the wearing wolf. Diddly. Indeed. And then his, his dad is at the bar and he gets really mad. 
And then they take him and he wait, finds... Wait, 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 you can't leave it at that. That guy's fucking weird. The Baldy McBalderson? He looked like a guy that had hair, but he was just horrible enough that they had put a bald cap on him to play a baldman. A baldman. Like Alec Baldman? <laughs> no. No? Alex. Oh, Alex Baldman. <laughs> Baldman? Baldman. So, Alex Baldman. Yeah. He gives a riveting performance as upset father. I'm mad of my son's death. And and then the, the cops take him out to go look at his dead son, and then he yells in a comical fashion, which I don't spo- suppose was supposed to be comical. He just kind of goes... And... Uh, yeah, I guess so. And then, and then there's a funeral, and then, and then Gary Busey's trying to drink liquor because he's a drunk. Oh yeah, we skipped all that from earlier too. Yeah. God damn, Chris, way to keep it on track, bud. Oh, sorry. I mean, there's so many important plot points. That Gary Busey. Over. Gary Busey is an this alcoholic. Is a very important plot point to everything. God damn, this is terrible. I think about Gary Busey so much. Why? Just why? To touch it. Oh. Okay. Um. So there's that, I guess. Uh, Read read your book. Touching it to Gary Busey, really? Really? Better than Air Bud. Hmm. Air Bud is a better actor. Milo and Otis. You know they only killed nine cats making that movie? <laughs> the first scene. The part where they threw them off the cliff. <laughs> they had to keep throwing cats off a cliff. We gotta get it again, guys. Throw another cat. <laughs> well, it wasn't a good scene of throwing a cat off a cliff. They're pretty much free. Just throw another one. <laughs> I don't even... That was a fine take. Just throw another cat. Get one out of the crate. Anyway, be sure to check out our new podcast featuring all Milo and Otis all the time. They paid some kid like six bucks an hour to go through and get all the dead cats. Yep, he just cried. (laughs) Just (laughs) cried and picked up dead cats off of a cliff. But he was from one of those brush your teeth with beer countries, so... What? He was happy to get his five dollars. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, uh, so now I guess stuff's happening in the movie. There's some dead people. Uh, there's a funeral. Um, <laughs> um, they form an unruly mob because that's how you handle werewolf private problems. Justice. Private justice. Private justice. You gotta say it more gravely. Private brain. justice. There you go. And Alex Baldman says, Hey, why don't you go dig up my son's freshly dead corpse and explain private justice to him, dick? <laughs> and the sheriff's like, Well, that seems like a valid point. Go ahead, angry mob. Go do your well, angry mob. release, there was a deleted scene where the sheriff did go dig up the boy and try to explain to him, you know, what was going on and everything. But Yeah, he said He was just a ripped apart corpse. He didn't know. Sat him on his knee and said, <laughs> I know you. Well, let's not say sat. Let's say propped up. <laughs> Against him. Leaned up the bits onto his leg <laughs> and said, Son, I know you're you're feeling a little concerned right now because you're not sure what private justice is. 
And you also have all those horrible, horrible lacerations in your major organs. I'll say you've been dead for several days. <laughs> but your father requested I came out here, and as the sheriff, it's my job. My civic duty, some may say. I I got elected into this office knowing that occasionally I would have to dig up a mutilated corpse. And then he hauls the corpse back into the grave. Yeah, like you do. And that is our pitch for Silver Bullet 2, the <laughs> re-wolfening. The whole movie, is that guy talking to that kid about the wolfening? Yeah, it's more of a touching coming-of-age story <laughs> than a werewolf movie about a coming corpse. Coming-of-age for who? The the kid's fucking ripped the sh- shredded the ribbons. Mm. The, the guy comes to age? Yeah. Double puberty, you say? Double puberty. Mm. So what happens is he explains the justice... And then and then he gets the, the weird random boners? No, no, he gets the nerve up to ask the the local hot girl who's mm. the cheerleader to the prom and then oh, she Sally cheerleader. Yeah, and then she takes the bag of guts that remains <laughs> to the prom. And and then the, everybody learns a little something about who they are and, and they the, play a song by Oh, who mm. do the kids like now? A real big fish. Yeah, they play a sweet real big fish number. And she's got a girlfriend now. Yeah, I guess I don't know. You could probably have said any series of words, and I'd believe you. That's a real big fish song. I don't fucking know. That is a real big fish song. That and sellout. I remember that one too. I mean, I don't know much about. If we were talking cherry pop and daddies, I could probably help you out. But like zoot suit riot. Okay, you've now exhausted my knowledge base of fucking cherry popping daddies. Uh, where's Troy? Let's get back to the podcast. Hi, Troy. <laughs> See what we do when you're gone? So anyway, enough about the cherry popping daddies for a minute. <laughs> Just for a minute, though. They had those cool suits, Throw though. a bottle of beer. <laughs> oh, Christ, this is one meandering-ass <laughs> podcast we're into right now. We had to put some filler in it. Okay, so now, uh, anyway, padding. anyway, padding, anyway, it's padding. I'm gonna jump ahead because I don't remember what I was talking about. The Gary Busey's drunk again. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Still, and he constructs a new uh, motorized wheelchair for uh, Corey Feldheim. Heimfeld. And he's all like, "Here, this is a thing that'll probably kill you dead." <laughs> it goes ninety. Go take Idols it. at 65. Go take it out for a spin <laughs> or whatever. And then he does. And then he comes back. And then they eat dinner. He does goddamn wheelies based on velocity alone. Yeah. If it wasn't for the wheelie bar on the back, the kid would die immediately. They actually he just went took through. his hand off the brake. He was the third Corey third Feldheim they had in the movie Feldheim because the first two died. Steen Feld. He's Jewish. Oi. Oi, you go volt. <laughs> So anyway, the thing to take away is that now he has fireworks. Don't ask. <laughs> he just has them. Rockets for the werewolf. Glug, glug, glug. So, Corey Feldheim sneaks out with his Heimfeld. fireworks and drives his motor chair out to the bridge to shoot off the fireworks because shut up. And then he's shooting off fireworks and then the wearing wolf shows up and then he shoots the wearing wolf in the eyeball with fireworks. The meerkat! Yeah, the meerkat. 
and the werewolf is all like, oh, my eye and whatnot and so forth and what have you. <laughs> he didn't say any of that. It was implied. Is it all around? Dude, it's an art form, man. You gotta, like, look for the, the symbolism and shit. The symbolism of him getting shot in the eyeball with a firework that didn't blow up. Like Huffing Glade? Yeah. The symbolism of Huffing Glade is that you've run out of money for real drugs. In a shoebox. So now, now, Corey Feldheim enlists his sister. Heimfeld. Sister. Sister, sister. Which is a great show, by the way. Tia Mowry? Yeah. Wait. I, I suggest everybody is it goes. Mowry? Yeah. No, maybe. I don't know, dude. I just know that one was, like, all uptight, and the other one was a free spirit. But they were conjoined. Yeah, that's, that was the premise, as I recall it. <laughs> sister, sister. My favorite conjoined twin sitcom from the 90s. Survivor? No. That's my favorite real-life drama. From the Gold 90s. Girls. No, that's my favorite pornographic movie. MASH. That is also a good porno. <laughs> There's something about Murder, Vietnam. she wrote. Uh, that's not a porno, dude. Be reasonable. Maybe not to you. Angela Lansbury is a saint, and I won't hear another ill word of it. Boing. What? Saints give you boners. No, just Angela Lansbury. This is a fucking train wreck. Yep. Well, trains have to start off on the rails, but... So whatever! So now... So si- Gary Busey drinks, there's a werewolf of foot, he got shot in the fucking eye. Yeah, 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 right, right. Now they're all like, hey man, the hey, sister girl, nobody else listens to me, even my drunk uncle, so you gotta collect cans and bottles. And clap your hands. There's bottles and cans, get it? It's a reference, so it's funny. Shut up. So, so now sister goes to collect the bottles and cans, etc. Just clap your hands. That's where it's at. Don't, don't you, you, did don't it. you do it. I ruined it. No, I'm kidding. This was ruined since about the third minute. But how now? Two turntables in the microphone. Werewolf month is terrible. But how now? I got two turntables in it. No. Just stop. Just please stop. Microphone. Thank you. Okay, so she's collecting bottles and cans, and then she <laughs> looks for people who are missing an eye, and then it turns out that. Did she the- look where they were at? Where, where, yeah. where they were at? Yeah, that's how she was going to look for the eyes, by virtue of where they were placed, which is in the head. <laughs> so now yeah. she finds out that the preacher man is, is missing an eyeball, so he's the werewolf. Dun, dun, dun! So, so they uh, send the werewolf notes about how he should go kill himself, because kill yourself. Ransom note style, ransom note. Yep. That wasn't me. Tote. B. Uh, But unfortunately, the werewolf doesn't feel the need to kill himself like a punk ass. So they decide to go enlist drunk Gary Busey so they can make a silver bullet so they can kill the werewolf. Because obviously the werewolf's going to come murder them. Murderly-erdler? Oh, sorry. Sorry, whatever listening base we have left after this awful episode. like moist puke. It tasted very similar to that. And and then and then they get the silver bullet so they can shoot the werewolf. 
Was Chekhov Silver Bullet? It was Chekhov Silver Bullet. Like from bullet. the title of the fucking movie? Yeah. Who would have saw that coming? So Gary, you. Gary, Gary Busey? Yes. Sends <laughs> mom and dad ass, ass hat off to go to New York City. New York City? Because of reasons. And then they sit up all night waiting for the werewolf to come eat the uh, crippled kid. Yes. Like you do. Like you do. And then and then the werewolf attacks the house, and then there's a scuffle, and Gary Busey gets thrown around a lot into a chiffre robe and a mirror, and then they drop the bullet, and then they get the bullet, and then they shoot the werewolf in his other eye, because fuck him. And, uh... And then the sister can finally say, I love you to her brother... Oh, because that was. Then they kiss. It, yeah. No. Wait. No. I don't. Did they? They might have. I don't recall. I'd like to think they did. In your fan edit. Yes. My fan fiction. And the day is saved. Pretty much. Or some bullshit. Yeah. And that's. That's kind of silver bullet. I don't know. What did you think, Brett? <laughs> I liked it. It was the first movie I've watched that I wanted to watch based on my childhood recollection that didn't let me down or upset horror show hot dog. How do you know that? Answer the question. I don't know. I backed myself into a corner. <sighs> Your honesty is refreshing. They better like it. Hi, hot dog guys. Yeah. Hi, hot dog men. I hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I spoke to you in a context where I believe you're listening. Shut up, fancy mouth. Fancy mouth? Nobody's called me that in a long time. So would you recommend it? You're working the truck stop days have been over for a while now. Yep. You finally came around. <laughs> would you recommend this movie? Brett. To who? The people that listen to this still, which is probably dwindling rapidly. Eight. Um, Eight? People. Oh. I'm two of them. Yeah. Yeah, if you like werewolf movies, it wasn't bad. What do you think, Troy? I think Brett's the best and Chris is terrible. That that was an awful, awful Troy. Oh, I thought it was close. Huh. Well, was he inhaling helium or what's, what's the deal with that? He got punched in the genitals. Oh, heavens. Black Friday, I suppose, and all that. <laughs> I'll whoop your ass over that TV. I didn't care for this movie. Well, the mm-hmm. difference of opinion. I thought it was cool. It the was... effects were nice. The synth music was nice. It was the 80s, man. Everybody had big ass cell phones. Come on. What? Nobody had a cell phone in this. There wasn't a single well, cell phone. Well, not in this particular movie, but some rich guy that lived in that world at that time. That in the movie was made. The movie was made in 84. Four, but it was set in 76 so they had really big cell phones 
Yeah, those 1976 that cell were phones. ran through land by a line. I I just wasn't I wasn't super into it. It just took forever for stuff to happen. When stuff happened, it looked cool. Don't get me wrong. It's not like it's an awful movie. It was just middle of the road. There's better werewolf so even movies. If, even if you like werewolf movies, you still wouldn't recommend it? If you're some sort of werewolf completionist, sure. And it wasn't like it was the worst thing ever or anything. It was just kind of boring for my taste. But then again, I'm the kind of guy that likes to watch like Cannibal Holocaust and stuff. bad. It does. It is. It does. Salty. Salty. If you really like a werewolf movie, it's fine. It's not terrible. I just didn't really care for it too awful much. Yeah, but what are you going to do? Fucking Chris, who cares? Yikes. I mean... And that, uh... That'll do it for Werewolf Month. Werewolf Month! I was here for three of the four films. Yes, you were. <clears throat> Troy was here for two of the four. True. He's not a team player. He has a life outside of this. Yeah, I bet he does. Mine too. I'm sorry, Troy. I didn't mean that. He did. I'm drunk. He wrote, I mean this on a piece of paper. That notwithstanding. I don't mean it. So, next time, we're uh, going to do uh, something I forgot already. Uh... Knights of Badassdom? Ba- ba- badassdom. It's apparently a movie. Badassdom. About Badassdom. Troy said it, it was a good movie with elements of horror. And we were like, eh, we don't like Nickin, so we're going to do it. Whoop. Whoop. Unless, of course, someone out there has a recommendation. Possibly. Anybody? Someone? Why won't no one talk to us no more? Because Troy's on the show. <clears throat> oh. Oh. But if somebody did want to talk to us now, even with Troy on the show, how would they do that, Brett? Talking? Uh-huh. We're on Facebook and Slaughterhouse Princess. Mm-hmm. Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Slaughterhouseprincess.com. iTunes, Stitcher, Reddit, subreddit, SHP Podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We don't even mention the fucking Twitter anymore, so. Fuck that Twitter. Fuck that Twitter, right? It's twit. I don't. I don't do no twitting. Yeah, we can't twist on our twatters all day. Yeah, we're important businessmen. Yeah, we got twats to twist. And if anybody has any uh, recommendation for the 100th episode, which will be our unofficial two-year anniversary. Wrap a note around a brick and throw it through Chris's window. Yeah, let give give us an idea for that. Holla! Holla, holla, holla! Please, someone talk to us. We're ever so lonely. This is all we do for social contact. And money. We don't live well. You're going to get that, or? It's an email. Oh. I thought it was important, Mr. Hollywood, since it happened during the podcast. Just just an email. Just, all right. I'm a Mexican Viagra. It's not going to buy itself. 
This should be the new intro music for the podcast. Rip off from some old western. You're terrible at whistling.